Good morning, everybody. It's Iowimala, and it's Thursday morning, July 30th. It's a little cooler today here, so maybe it's cooling off where you are too. Hope your weather, hope we're having nice weather as we enter the end of the summer. Wow. I was just thinking, um, just a few minutes ago, one of my favorite movies is Groundhog Day. And if you haven't watched the movie, watch the movie. Because I realized, thinking about it, uh, we're living in a kind of Groundhog Day, right? <laughs> and our temple is in Woodstock, Illinois, and that's where the Groundhog Day movie was made. And so it, there's a there's a great affection for Bill Murray and for the making of the movie. And uh, Woodstock has a Groundhog's Day big festival weekend festival every year. So uh, it, it's meaningful, but. It, before I had ever seen it, a, a friend of mine told me it's the most Buddhist movie I've ever seen. And this is a long time ago when the movie was new. And um, I had to watch it two times to, to get it. I think that was maybe even before I was a Buddhist or uh, had read anything or I don't know where my mind was when I first saw it. But... Uh, it's one of those movies I can watch over and over again. There are so many beautiful lessons in it, and it's so funny and enjoyable. It, it's a perfect pandemic movie. So if you, I know, I know, I think now it's even on Netflix. I I was looking for it about a year ago to uh, let people know where they could find it, and it I couldn't find it anywhere on any kind of streaming media. Oh, someone just sent a message. Oh, Glenn Powers. He said, my dad was an extra in Groundhog Day. That's great. So it's part of your family lore. That's good. <laughs> people talked about uh, Bill Murray would have baseball games for the people. Uh, and he stayed, in, he stayed in Woodstock while the movie was being made. Just this past year, he did commercials in Woodstock that I just accidentally with a few other friends we were having lunch on the square after, uh, right after Temple on Saturday, and uh, Bill Murray was shooting commercials, so we got to watch him and uh, just kind of relive. And they're the best. They were, uh, I think, they were given the best commercial uh, honors for the uh, uh, Super Bowl. You can see the Jeep commercials if you go. On YouTube, you can see that they're just wonderful, delightful commercials. Uh, so, anyway, those little uh, side stories, but Groundhog Day is so similar to what we're living through now. Every We can wake up and we don't even know what day of the week it is. And it just keeps going. So, I think that was that's what surprised all of us is what a ride this has been. And, and it still is. We don't see really any signs of things uh, getting better right now. So if you watch that movie, I think it will inspire you because, well, you'll see, you'll get it when you watch it. But uh, that's, I think we, you know, it, we all have bumps in the road of adjusting and dealing with a situation that throws us off balance. 
but I'm hoping that most of you have found a reason to uh, wake up every day and have something interesting you want to do or something that you're that you're uh, working on that you never had time to do before or you're getting little projects done that you never had time to do before that you're taking zoom classes or you're reading or tuning into uh, special classes on YouTube uh, we can use streaming media and things like uh, YouTube and things like fa Facebook, I'm recording this on Facebook, we can use all of this stuff that that before, I mean, I was, I, I wanted to be off of Facebook. I had no use for it <laughs> before the pandemic. And now I find that it's, it's just a beautiful communication vehicle. So, and I can and I can do it, so it's very low tech. So uh, that's a good thing too. But we can discover the good things about maybe technology that we that we didn't feel very good about before. We can we can stay connected with people, which is now we really understand how important that is, and we can find out about what's going on all over the world. And we don't have to stay. Uh, we don't have to stay in the dark about what's really happening. We can investigate things and find out what's going on. So, let this be your uh, Bill Murray Groundhog Day experience. And when you see the movie, if you haven't seen it, you must see it. And when you do see it, you'll you'll understand. And I think it'll make every day a little bit more bright for you. So. There's so much we can all be learning, and we can be learning to understand just almost all of the Buddha's teachings. This is a perfect, this is a perfect retreat for us, a perfect workshop. And I know a lot of you don't feel like it's a retreat because you're still working and you're still having to deal with things that are scary and frightening and uh, you're worried about your kids and what we're going to do about school, and we're all worried about so many things. But I don't want to minimize any of that. But at the same time, this is a time for us to look look inside of us, find the joy of helping other people, find the joy of finding, of really understanding some of the things that are important to us, and the people who are important to us and understanding ourselves. So use it to be uh, something that you can look back on and think, oh, I, I got a lot of good out of it. I, got, I learned a lot. Something in me changed. Something in me saw things differently. Uh, we want to be able to look back on this and not say, what a total waste of my time. Uh, let every day be your Groundhog Day. That's my advice today. I know we all have to find different ways to amuse ourselves and to entertain ourselves. I'm watching what looks like a herd of squirrels right now. <laughs> I was mentioning I was out of food for them, so I bought more yesterday and put a lot out. But this morning, they're, 
I think they're unhappy they haven't already received a, a new uh, delivery. So some of them knocked over a bird feeder I, I had on my little table on the patio that I hadn't filled up yesterday. And they discovered there was still bird feed in it, so they managed to knock it knock it off early this morning. And uh, they called all their buddies and said, let's get together for breakfast. <laughs> so um, thinking about things we found to entertain us and keep a smile on our faces, that's, my, that's been mine. So I hope you're all doing well, and I hope you're, uh, you've developed patience. Be grateful for patience. The word in Pali is kanti, and it's one of the most, it's one of the top ten qualities that we want to develop. Uh, the ten perfections, or the potamies, uh, those are the, those are the qualities that when we, in our temple, when we take, uh, we, people will take the five precepts and then the eight lifetime precepts, and then they can take the, the uh, ten perfections, which are ten of the bodhisattva vows, and they're actually the, the ten qualities that the Buddha attained mastery of uh, just before he became a Buddha, after being a bodhisattva for uh, maybe millions of lifetimes. So they're wonderful qualities, and patience is, uh, is one of those ten qualities. So have patience with the things where you feel yourself uh, losing patience, becoming uh, angry. Uh, forbearance is another word for patience. So when you feel like this is enough already, that's when we need forbearance. Usually I find that when I lose patience with a person, that's when I become angry with them. And it's more of a uh, resentment in me because I don't like the feeling of impatience. And so I think it, patience, uh, forbearance, is a, what, a very important quality when we're working with anger we can often see that we just become irritated and uh, irritable to other people when, we're, when they're moving too slow for us or when, when it takes them longer to understand something than we think it, think it should take them. Sorry for the, the noise. They're tearing up a railroad track not far from me. That's the sound of either trees being cut down or railroad tracks being pulled up. Um, so patience is a quality we can all develop. And when we have patience, we can see more of what's going on around us. And if we want to be, uh, if we want to be able to meditate more, we need patience. Patience with ourselves, because sometimes we want we want success or we want some achievement in our, in our meditation practice to tell us, oh, this is worthwhile. Like, I think I'm becoming, maybe moving towards enlightenment. Or we want, there's something we want out of it. And I think we have to have the patience to overcome needing to have a specific outcome 
or a fast outcome or an outcome we recognize right away or it's an endeavor that we don't want to continue with, we may find it onerous. So that's not what meditation is about. Meditation is about um, being with ourselves, being in silence, dealing with the world in a different way than just always uh, going and fixing and doing. Meditation is the opposite of that. So patience, just have patience. And uh, I think you'll see the world can open up in so many ways. And boy, we have the opportunity for that these days. Um, Keep your spirits up. There's so many people counting on it. There's so many people who need our, our thanks and our gratitude. People who are still working, and this includes people working in the stores and people who are uh, working in restaurants and making food for people and working in, in all of our hospitals and all of our uh, homes for the elderly and uh, all levels around us. So many people are working and many of them are just as frightened to go to work every day as as you and I would be if that's if that's the situation we're in. And it's they don't it's not a choice they can make. So they need us to be thinking of them, holding them in our hearts. They need us to be finding ways to show them our gratitude. We never know when the tables are going to be turned and we're going to be the ones We don't know when it's going to be our time to be in assisted living or a nursing home or a hospital bed. Uh, So we need to show our gratitude for the people who are still doing those jobs that must be emotionally very difficult for them and physically because there's no relief. I know it's becoming a big problem with the doctors who have been working in ERs and ICU units and working with uh, very sick patients day after day after day, night after night, for such a long time. So if we can show our gratitude anyway, or if we can let that be part of our practice every day, we we recognize that that energy coming out into the world can help. We don't know how. We don't necessarily see it. But if that's where our hearts are, that's where that's where our energy goes, and that can be helpful. And it keeps us more in tune with that, with what's going on in the world where we can help, where we don't know that we can help. Um, really tell people you appreciate their efforts and they're keeping their their grocery stores safe or keeping their businesses open when you need them and uh, always be that little let your light shine that way of showing your compassion and your gratitude to the people who are continuing to keep things going and to keep doing the jobs that that a lot of people don't want to do and a lot of people can't do or not in a 
position to put themselves out at risk, but we know now everyone's at risk, right? So it's not like it's safe for some people to go to work and not safe for others. So um, remember those people, and they're all around us. And a lot of people are going back to work who have been at home for a long time. Think about the teachers, whether you're in school or not, or have kids or grandkids who are. Think about teachers and the school districts and what dilemmas they're going through and what daycare workers and um, there's so much. There's so much going on. I just got the message, uh, my son, I just read it on the top of my screen. My son was is a is a cook. He's been working all through the pandemic, and he thought he he and his uh, housemate thought they they might have uh, they needed to be tested for the virus, and they were a few days ago. So we've been waiting for those results, and he just sent his first message saying the results were negative. He and his uh, the housemate are still sick but they they know they don't have covid-19 so huh i i'm i'm uh they're clamped <laughs> so that's good news for me but uh that's been the first major scare for me i have to tell you of anyone in my family so just my son and my daughter and i have known that for about 3 days now so for all of you who have been who have gone through those scares, I'm, my heart is with you. But it was good news. But now we have to find out what's wrong with both of them if it's not COVID-19. So um, anyway, have your hearts be filled with gratitude. Mine certainly is at the moment. And compassion. Because the people who are doing these jobs where the jobs didn't end, uh, so they all the people that have had to work or lose their jobs and not be eligible for unemployment if they chose not to, uh, those are all our essential workers. So why don't we practice, let's do a gratitude practice right now and include patience in it because patience is what will get us all through this. So find your Groundhog Day uh, purpose and let's practice. We have 10 minutes we can practice. So we'll, we'll focus on patience and gratitude and generating those feelings. So close your eyes if you can. Wonderful if you're sitting outside. It's fine if you're outside and you want to do walking meditation. Just keep your eyes open then, but that's a perfect way to practice. Be in a position where you can feel relaxed and comfortable, but where your spine is lifted You can move your body whenever you feel like your alignment is not right. 
But when you find that spot, try to be still. Let patience kick in. Breathe with your with your mouth closed if you can. Hand on your belly so you can just feel that the oxygen's getting deep into your lungs, but don't force it. We're watching our body breathe for us. We're watching our natural breath, but I'm always encouraging you to let your natural breath become deeper. And I think all it takes is for us to rest rest a hand on our belly maybe a few times during the day or when we meditate. And if you can feel your belly rising when you inhale and contracting a bit when you exhale, then you know you've trained your body to breathe a deeper breath It's really good for our health and it calms our body. We know that when we're angry or stressed or anxious, we're only breathing at the top of our lungs, barely into our lungs. We can just shut down breathing when we're in an anxious, stressful state. So this is your best way to calm down. Let's begin very much like metta practice. Begin by sending beautiful thoughts to yourself. Thank yourself for the patience that you have, for the gratitude that you feel, and for the patience that you've developed, and for the gratitude you feel towards yourself. You can feel gratitude for taking good care of your body and for taking good care of your mind with meditation, prayer, reading spiritual teachings. Whatever your practice is, have gratitude towards yourselves for developing that aspect of your life. You can see the fruits of that in a time that, like the one we're going through. So be grateful that you've done things to take care of your body, 
and your mind and your spirit. Be grateful for the compassion and kindness you've developed that you've been developing all your life. And the same with patience. Be grateful for the patience you have for yourself and for others and for the world. Every time we can uh, let go of irritation, let go of dissatisfaction, and see the long view, we're, we're releasing suffering from our lives. Our suffering is often that irritation, that dissatisfaction with how things are moving, with how other people are moving. If they're not moving at the right speed in their lives, in traffic, walking on the street, we can become impatient with them. And if we can breathe and look at that quality as patience is really a way to begin to let go of our suffering. It's taking a broader vision, a broader view We're working towards equanimity when we work with patience. So be grateful for the parts of your life where you're able to show patience and build on that quality. Every day, build on that quality. And this is the perfect time of our lives to work with that. We see the danger in impatience as we've seen the, the numbers of cases and deaths again increase in this pandemic. So we know the value of patience. Allow yourself to develop that quality even greater every day. Now think of the people in your world you feel great gratitude towards. Let's begin with the people, but then we can move into the pets and the animals and the non-human beings we have gratitude towards for helping us, for making our lives a little more delightful, joyful, that show us how to be contented So begin with the people. Think of your gratitude towards your loved ones, 
and your good friends, your noble friends, your spiritual friends, and your neighbors, and people you see in the store where you may go, maybe the only store you go to, and you see some of the same faces. You see the people who are working there. Just imagine the gratitude you feel towards them when we, when you can, you, we can't even see each other smile in the stores anymore. But we can smile with our eyes and we can make eye contact and let them know, thank you. Thank you for making the store feel safe to me. Thank you for working and keeping this store open. Thank you for the sacrifices you're making to do that. Thank you for wearing a mask. Thank you for being careful about social distancing. This is gratitude we can feel to, towards perfect strangers. So think about sending gratitude now to all of these beings. And now include your pets. I'll include my squirrels and chipmunks and birds and the turkey. I have so much gratitude for their delightful mannerisms and their shyness when they think I'm looking and their boldness when, when they're hungry and think my head is turned. And if you have pets that you live with, feel gratitude, feel a warm heart and caring and love for all of the comfort they've given you, that unconditional love they provide us, Gratitude to strangers that we just see and maybe uh, when we're walking in our neighborhood or when we're, uh, if we go to the doctor's office or if we go anywhere where we know people are, are there for us, whether they know us at all. Feel gratitude towards all of these people. And when we see them, acknowledge the gratitude we have for what they're doing. The gratitude for people who show up. Now we can let this quality sp spread even to our difficult people. So when you're having trouble with a particular person, you might want to spend some time thinking about other ways you've been, you've had gratitude towards that person. Other things that you've appreciated from that difficult person. And remember those. Remember 
remember other kindnesses they've shown you or uh, times that were good. So you may want to try to develop gratitude around that person. Because at the same time, if we don't feel gratitude towards them, we definitely need to have patience toward them, forbearance towards them. We need to look at the long picture, take the wide view. There are many things that won't happen in the time periods that we prefer. When we work with that quality, we're really working, we're going beyond ourself. We need to step outside of ourself and see that this world has a much different time frame than the personal one we carry around with us based on our viewpoints and our opinions and, you know, the culture we live in. So practicing patience and practicing gratitude is a way to step out from within the confines of our small self. and be more connected with that, with all the other beings in the world and see how we are connected. We're connected in ways beyond our own limited thinking. So for today, I'd like to end. You can stay in meditation right now, but let's end with my wish. And then if you can keep meditating, please do. But please, for today, send out gratitude and develop that quality of patience. And we can send that out too, because we manifest it in how we treat other people and how we deal with our own tensions. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with this world. Enjoy your groundhog experience. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Thank you so much. Now keep sitting if you can. And today the magic words are patience, gratitude, and Groundhog Groundhog's Day. Have a beautiful day. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>